Pezza, I'm thinking about captains in my lifetime because Pat Cummins has won the game for Australia with a 10-wicket haul, a 10-wicket bag. Uh, and I'm just thinking like Alan Border, like what you wouldn't give for Captain Grumpy to just nestle in there with that moustache and just look you right in the eyes and call you a big old prick. You know, Steve Waugh, come on, let's go down to the 7-Eleven and get... Get, get some cheap petrol and also some BP sunglasses. You know, like, come on. Let's, let's, let's fucking do it. Mark Taylor, what I wouldn't give to be a piece of gum in Mark Taylor's mouth. Ricky Ponting, wrap those four hairy forearms around me. You know what I'm saying? Michael Clark, let's go on a holiday to Noosa. Pat Cummins is going so well, he may well solve the housing, the housing crisis in Australia. That's how well he's going. He busts the game open today when Pakistan nearly did something. Pakistan probably should have won this test match. Pat Cummins wins the test match for Australia. Australia win the game by 79 runs, defending their 318 run uh, for runs of victory, something like that, uh, by bowling Pakistan for 237. Cummins 10 for. Um, is, he, is he the man that makes you the happiest in your entire life, Sam Perry, apart from me? <clears throat> thanks. Um, thanks for putting that caveat in. <clears throat> what, what, what do you say? Like, I mean, this game was um, like it was an autist's dream. Uh, I know a lot of cricket games are, but uh, mm-hmm. you're talking about you're talking about a really good game of cricket. Like that, we've been joking yep. about you know walking in and out of rooms like uh, Pac-Man or Lemmings. Uh, but th- this was this this game had a great vibe, like all the way through. And Pakistan ran Australia close, and just again, like just can't couldn't couldn't maintain pressure, you know, for long for long periods of time. Uh, but uh, Pat, Pat Cummins basically dragged his team over the line with some help from Mitch Marsh and a couple of other guys. I mean, in in the process, he's ended up with 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 ten cricket wickets, like like Cummins ten for. Boxing Day, man of the match. You know, like Cummins, 10, Boxing Day, man of the match. Johnny Muller medal goes past 250 test wickets. Mm. Mm. Uh, and and yet with Cummins, it's like, it's not even, for, for the best thing about Cummins for me, it's not even the what, it's the when. Like, like he, this game more than any other game I can remember it was like the game's drifting a little bit. I'll take the ball and I'll change it again. It's like it's, just, it's like one, when Cummins was out of the game, Pakistan had Australia's measure, and then it was like, oh, Cummins is coming back into the attack to ensure that they're not actually getting any close to us. And how many mm-hmm. times has he done it this year? Where he's like, all right, I guess I guess I'm going to have to do this, and and then, and then he does it like every single time. So you're talking about force of will. You know, you, you, he's now entering like he, as he goes past these milestones as this kind of project player um, in, into like rapid man love his early you know rock and roll albums bowling one fifties uh, you know now just like a captain that's uh, achieved like attaining these milestones he's he's now getting into like presence like pr- his presence phase where just just him taking the ball. Uh, you know, like affecting a bowling change, knocking out one of his mates so that he can have the ball and change the game, is 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 gonna create a change because he's he's Pat Cummins. You know, he, he's just got that presidential presence mm. to him, and I, I love I love the new album. But I got to say, like, it's it's a it's a beautiful thing.
It's like the, it's like the end of Warren. When I say the end of Warren's like um, career, like I'm probably in the last like six years where like he he had no shoulder left and so he couldn't bowl a wrong and there was no flipper and so he basically had a slider and just being able to talk blokes out like yep. that like, like that it was yeah. just presence you know like fuck fuck bring Warren's the umpire like, into like, it. And when we, this is how I'm going to get him yeah, out. Exactly. So the umpire's part of the part of the routine now. And like and like you just feel like when Cummins is on, like the batter's just like oh, fuck Cummins is on. I forgot he played. That's annoying. Um this was this was a great game of cricket. Um and much less so a great game of cricket because it was actually a test match. Um Thank you. But but um but <laughs> but um like this game had it was a great deck, had yeah. something in it for everyone. R- runs were able to be scored. Um Marsh obviously makes a ninety and uh there was a couple of fifties in the game. Um Something in it for the bowlers, I suppose less so in in it for Lyon. Though I feel like Lyon might just be a little bit, he might be struggling a little bit, perhaps. I'm not really sure what that's about. And Pakistan didn't really go in with a spinner, so. Um, but uh, you know, it also had uh, you know Richard Illingworth having a glass of milk in in a lift and getting stuck with Mel McLaughlin. Yeah, that, there was there was that as well. Um, there was uh, probably some other stuff going on, I, <laughs> but it was just like anytime, anytime a game in t- a test match finishes with a, a team winning by less than a hundred runs, that's a fucking great game of cricket, and. Like Cummins now has won several close games of cricket, probably through either his own sheer performance or captaincy. Like I think he was excellent in this game, captaincy wise. He was excellent at Lords, I think, and as well, winning that game. And also he was um, extremely pivotal and indeed vital, which is just a synonym, um, mm-hmm. winning the game at Edgebaston where he he put the put the um, the eighth wicket, ninth wicket partnership with Lyon there to win that game. So, um, you know, whilst he hasn't done it every single time, but it's it's um his captaincy now seems to be getting better and better. I'm just I'm really happy to suck off Pat Cummins. It seems to really it seems to annoy the right kind of people as well, which makes me happy. They're absolute whoppers in the comments as per usual. Um when when you sort of celebrate the team. But it's like this is um whilst people whilst people in Australia feel like this is a low key summer, Pakistan West Indies. Pakistan have been they've Pakistan, I think, should have won this game. And I want to ask you in a second if you think Pakistan lost it or Australia won it. Maybe it's a combination of the two. But, like, these these guys, they, these these are our cricket heroes, you know? And these guys exist on television for, for most of the country because they play so much cricket overseas. But this is the time we get to see them. And to win a game like this, fuck, man, I've just really enjoyed it. I guess it's my point. This, I, I guess my point is I've really enjoyed the game of cricket. Yeah, and I get um, game of cricket so was Interpol, played. Interpol's on its way. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, you... Well, I am very surprised at what you've revealed there, uh, which is that a game of cricket was played in Australia and it was enjoyed <laughs> on a slightly earnest level. Uh, that's yeah, fuck me. That's um, that is a problem. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we're 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 into like superlative territory for Cummins, uh, and yeah, ably supported by a couple of guys around him. Uh, shout out to Alex Carey. Um, Breezy, breezy fifty today. Uh, he he'd become a story because everyone else is going pretty well. So it's just like let's move on to the next coat. You know, like is, it, is there is there a problem here? Is there some new trappings we could be looking at? Uh, what, what's mm-hmm. occur- occurred post Bears Day? He looked great. Uh, so that's that's really good. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I just think they're gonna they're gonna rue those drop catches, aren't they, Pakistan? Oh. Uh, that 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 just hurt. And you know, I just want to say, I think they're. They're really going to rue that first innings as well. You know, I think that's that's getting a little bit lost in the narrative. I, I just don't think that was a three twenty pitch for Australia. They, they really let Australia get away there with some um, ordinary bowling and ordinary fielding uh, when they had some brilliant conditions uh, throughout the game. So yeah, I think there'll be regret there. Um, happy to talk more about uh, about you know Pakistan losing, Australia winning, and all that sort of stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just just thinking on that, like um, obviously Abdullah Shafiq's catch where he puts his head in his hands, garnering so much sympathy because we've all been there. But the moment he put like fucking yeah. cups his face in his digits, like yeah. I was just like, oh man, I feel for you there. Pain. It's still funny, but I really do feel for you there. Mm. Um, but the in many ways, like the catch where he put down Warner off the second over or the first over was it? Um, maybe maybe Shaheen's mm. second over might have been um, early on there, and then Warner and Kawaja then going to put on nearly a hundred. That in itself is almost the entire game. Now, like, Marnus could come in, Smith could come in, and they could score wonderful hundreds. You know, those things could also have happened. But it just does seem like, I mean, they won the toss and they bowled, and you drop a catch like that, and the opening partnership for the opposition puts on that kind of stand. You know, they very nearly lost the game there, coupled with 52 extras in the first innings. Um, Fucking, I mean, Australia really had no right to win the game. Like, Australia at no point played badly so like it's not like Australia should have like deserved to lose the game based on their own performances but fuck Pakistan like had so many opportunities to get themselves ahead in the game um, and that's what like I, I think like chasing 300 on this deck it would be really really tough work I think there was a stat going around about no team had done it in a, a, a at the MCG since 19 insert year here um, chasing over 300 so like it's it's you know historically very difficult but mate pa- I, I think Pakistan has lost the game. Like really? that's mm. that's I think that's I think that's the, I think that's the truth. And I think Australia are just a good team, so they they, they yeah. will punish you for your mistakes. Yeah, and I, I suppose to extend on that, like I, I just ask, you know, why why did they manage? To, why like why did they lose it? You know, and I I think that there's a there's probably a belief like issue within them, you know, w- winning in Australia. They've lost 15 in a row now or something, right? And uh, over probably mm. even more years. 16 it might be. 16 yeah. now, yeah. yeah. So 15 in a row is as they're trying to negotiate this win. And um, I guess when I, you know, I, I feel like every time they got themselves into the match, they either got themselves out of it, you know, or Australia did something. And I think when you see that pattern happen in sport as a whole or gen- generally – you start it starts to reveal what both sides actually think about who is better <laughs> uh cuz I, I just feel like pakistan did that several times uh in in this game and uh i reckon that would be because they they probably didn't ultimately believe they could do it you know i mean uh, what the fuck would i know obviously but um i just felt like that was a that was a pattern so yeah maybe maybe they did lose it but i, I guess you know when you when you go if shafiq doesn't drop the first catch and um or or drop marsh or whatever you know if he if he takes marsh then what happens there I, of course nobody knows but i still think at in some way someone in australia would, some other player would have done something you know because that's just the way the game is or pakistan would have found another way to fuck it up a different way like because it just keeps <laughs> yeah. coming uh and every time they conspired to put on a partnership today uh it 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 broke you know j- just just as the scales were truly tipping in pakistan's favor and um yeah, like I, I, so so I still feel like there's while while they got close in numbers at times, they started the game behind and they never, they never really um, caught up, you know. And and when it was four for sixteen, you know, and the Tamasha was running, that was that was really hot stuff. Uh, that that drop catch was really painful. <laughs> I got I got to say, but then you know they gave Australia a chance to to right the wrong or correct the course 
and they did. And they, I feel like Pakistan, as beautiful as they are to watch, and as like and as great as they are, I just love Pakistan cricket so much. Um, they, I do think they were they were part of that. <laughs> they were part of that narrative of like, oh, we're not we're not actually doing this, are we? Maybe Ash. Ah. Oh. It's one of the great ones. We're getting a few texts from from, from some uh, concerned relatives um, about your whereabouts, but also just like, um, are Pakistan going to do this? Like people are getting scared that they're, they're turning to text messages. Um, and I want to talk about the moment in a second where, we, where Rizwan is dismissed. But before then, Peza, uh, Smith Optics Australia are supporting TJC for these dailies throughout the Australian summer. Another Sydney test match to go. And then, of course, Adelaide and Brisbane for the West Indies. Smith Optics Australia getting behind TJC. Uh, we're, talking about, um, we're talking about the field Range at smithopticsaustralia.com. Uh, use the code FAST for 25% off. You only have to pay three quarters of the price if you support TGC by using the code FAST at smithopticsaustralia.com. Peza, what I want to know is you've driven um, from Sydney to Melbourne today. I want to know if you had the verts on. I want to know oh, if you yeah. had the verts Smiths on yeah, and were you cutting around, were you listening to Triple J, were you reliving your youth, were you celebrating every wicket today when Hazelwood bowled Bubba Azam, were you, were you cutting around in the Smith optics? Yeah, people might have detected some fatigue in my voice and um, <laughs> it's because I've just driven 10 hours <laughs> um, uh, interstate, 1,000 kilometres uh, or some shit like that. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, first things first is like there's a it's it's summer in Australia, so the um you know the 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 sky is generally a brilliant blue. The sun is harsh, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and yeah, I had the verts wrapped around the um the old American pies uh, the the entire time. <laughs> it is, it, there's there's no peripheral like like you're, you're like Emmett Brown, you know, in Back to the Future too, yeah. like like uh, futuristic oh. shit, um, uh, which I think is coming up in a couple of years, uh, maybe two years time, 2025 is that where they go or 2030? I can't remember anyway, and um. Dog's still very excited. I'm home, by the way, if anyone can hear that. Um, and so, so is the washing machine as well, which is on. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, 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 had the, I had the verts going. Now, look, I listened to the cricket for the majority of the day, but I have to be honest, like that does cause me to want to fall asleep, which you generally don't want to do on the road. So I did have to turn to music uh, on, like, on occasion. But I, I like... I wish I could say something cooler than this, but I just went to show tunes, you know, to get me going. So I'm talking. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm <laughs> the thing is, this isn't a joke. <laughs> um, I because uh, because what happened was I was scan like I was doing the old school thing where. I was losing coverage of the station that I wanted to listen to. So then I had to start going through the manual dial on, um, on the AM uh, to, to get to different stations and see what the, like the regional station was uh, to, to catch the ABC coverage and give myself away there. And it stopped on um, um, summer nights from Greece. Obviously, John Travolta, Olivia Newton, John. I'm like, oh, now we're talking, and so obviously I fucked that off because the the um the actual reception wasn't very good. Jump on the old Spotify there, and just I went through about four or five numbers uh from Greece, pretending I'm doing karaoke, like just thinking how funny it would be doing karaoke, but but doing like um you know Sandy's role. So a lot of hopelessly devoted yeah. to you, full falsetto. <laughs> Um, and like imagining I'm holding books and shit, um, like <laughs> up against the lockers, um, all of, next thing you know, you're Rizzo, there are worse things I could do. Uh, but then, and then, and then you start to get into the bangers, you know, you start to get into hand drive. Um, you start to get into, uh, grease lightning, of course. 
but then the big one um, is um, the character of Vince Fontaine who plays a, like a, a ghost singing beauty school dropout. Your story's sad to tell. <laughs> just a, like, uh, yeah. So so I just I did a couple of things like that to get me going in, in the verts. Uh, and then and then and then back to the cricket. Is is Jim Maxwell warbling on about God knows what with Safras? <laughs> and I mean Stuart Clark, Saf. <laughs> I think uh, I think I'd be really I'd really get it. You know, like when your Premier League club that you support is in uh, is in the running to sign some Turkish leagues, uh, you know, winger that you've never heard of before, and you look mm. at his highlights on YouTube, and it's always set to like EDM. Yeah. Now, if that was set to like a couple of bangers from Annie or you yeah. know Oliver Twist, now we're talking. <laughs> As he's put, as he's put one top bins, yeah. then you know, then, then maybe I, exactly. I could invest in that. You know, there are worse things <laughs> I could do. <laughs> oh, such a great song. Chalk on your boots. Good <laughs> <laughs> touch for a big man. Um, anyway, okay, let's talk about that. Anyway, that's Smith Optics Australia yeah. uh, getting behind TGC, and we thank them. Oh, and you great should for a drive. Well. Great cast. for a drive. Oh, anyway, yeah. uh, okay. The moment that the moment that busts the fourth innings opened, and indeed the Test match, the run chase open. Um, th- there was a great uh, partnership between Rizwan and Safra. So yeah. it might have been about sixty-five or seventy runs. They got the lead. Uh, they, they got the uh, runs to win to under a hundred. Cummins comes back on thirty minutes left in the day. He fucking gets it into the deck. Yeah, smashes. The Rizwan deck. sort of ducks. Bash, he bashes a little the bit. deck. He bashes it. He bashes bashes it into the deck. (laughs) Um, And Rizwan sort of does his best to evade it, and it sort of sneaks in between uh, hands clasped together, and it just seems to nick his wristband, given not out on the field by Goffey, um, who was really in favour of not giving anything out in this entire test match. A lot of umpires' calls. Um, He's one of the best umpires going around. Um, But uh, And then just there seems to be some controversy around it, for me personally, look, um, obviously I'm biased, and um, I, you know, I, I actually, I actually bleed green and gold, mm. Peza, um, which is a diabetes issue. Anyway, mm. um, for me, I'm seeing a, a hot spot on his wristband. I'm seeing a spike on his wristband, and I'm, I'm seeing with my own eyes the ball being on his wristband. And he's unlucky. And there's also a mark on his forearm. So I think both things can be true. They're also going to hit your, your wristband and also your forearm. And I'm just hearing Usman Khawaja, I'm pretty sure it was, going straight up the wristband, champ. And I'm like, oh, this is my summer. This is it. So for me, Peza, look, I'm seeing enough things where it's like, yeah, there's enough to overturn that. I think it's probably out. I'm good to go with it, but um, do you want to take some sort of contrarian view, or are you uh, are you happy to live your life? <laughs> I'm I'm I was, I'm interested to hear. That's news to me that uh, Kawaja was sledging sledging Rizwan. Very very interesting, uh, sort of politically and humanitarian, um, Lee. <laughs> but um, or not at all. Yeah. So I was listening on the radio. Uh, no 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 pictures. Uh, I did see. Uh-huh. I did watch it later, and uh, the. Guys on the radio, it was just SEN guys. It was Colo, um, another great Dave Kadich from Colo. Yeah, Kadich and Rogers. And um, they actually expressed a good deal of like um, reservation about and um, lack of certitude about what it, it had hit. It, they, mm-hmm. and, and I suspect there was some level of like uh, keenness to see Rizwan stay in and the, and the game get closer. Uh, but they seem to say, like, if anybody, I think, I think one of the lines was like, if anybody's, if anybody thinks they know exactly what happened there, 
probably doesn't opinion probably doesn't count for very much which i think is funny because when i saw it on the replay i was like it's his wristband (laughs) you know what i mean so um so uh yeah i when when i looked at on the video but I, I, I did know that Chris Rogers said, like, I don't know where else the ball could have gone. And I didn't know what that meant when I heard it in my ears. Um, and then when I saw the replay, I knew what he meant because the the, the moment the ball actually contacts his arm, uh, that, that, that part of his body, the only thing in between that and the ball is the wristband. It can't, the ball cannot, you know, the, the wristband can't disappear to put it in football terms. So uh, it seemed to me to be a fair enough decision as much as... Um, it was a frustrating run from a close game perspective. Yeah, and also Man City were awarded a penalty, so that it really was a big decision. Um, but you know, that's just the nature of the sport, I suppose. He can't disappear, <laughs> <laughs> or as I call them, Penn City. Yes, um, at the em- at, at the empty had nice. Um, uh, Pakistan were in in many regards like, uh, you know, this this is obviously the thing that we're afforded now. We can be um, we can be. Uh, um, really complimentary about Pakistan's brave efforts. Oh, yeah. You know, Hamza's fa- fa- fantastic. Salman, you know, yeah. just a, a fantastic, gritty innings. Rizwan, Rizwan's world-class. Babra Zahn back in the runs, you know, terrific. Mm. Uh, Shaheen back in the wickets, all, all good. Um, but those things actually are all true. Mm. Um, Pakistan, Pakistan, whilst I still think they lost the game, they were fucking good. Like, like they 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 played well, and that sounds extremely condescending. Mm, and um, it is, and I don't know, and it is. So I don't know how to walk and chew gum with that because, um, yeah, I guess yeah, we yeah. can hope that it's a good deck in, at the SCG, um, and that there's similar risk conditions. But the SCG has been the worst deck in the country for six or seven years. Yep. So I don't know what to make of it, but um, you know, it's a farewell for David Warner. So um, that's something they need to hire Matt Page because his turnaround efforts with the MCG have just been remarkable, yep. uh, him, him and that team. It's, it, was, it was a great cricket wicket. I know you mentioned it earlier and you're exactly right about the SCG. It, uh, you know, if, if the SCG was a number five batsman in fourth grade, um, put it this way, there'd be a lot of pressure on this bloke because uh, it's been <laughs> fucking shit. Uh, and that's our yeah. that's our home ground, you know. I'd love to I'd love yeah. to turn up and start waxing lyrical about bull eye soil and that sort of nonsery. But yep. uh, the reality is, it's been it's been low, slow, turgid, dead. Uh, great for making big scores and failing to take wickets, and uh, and and with with little life. So I hope, and and I think they had a really difficult. I think their last the last first class game there was was an abject deck. So a lot of pressure on this bloke, got to say. But yeah, um, I was hoping that you would try and earnestly say some nice things about Pakistan to see if you could actually do that without sounding condescending. But I'm not sure, given the context of our show, that ne- that either of us could do that without, ju- without saying, oh, okay, <laughs> no, no need to pat them on the head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, like, I, I can't, I want to, I want to give them their flowers, yeah, you know, but know. like, uh, and Andy Flower, um, but uh, but like it's I just it's just hard to it's hard to say that when like you know the team that you like has has won the game and they've won a close game and you're just celebrating the team and stuff and it's always nice to see them in your home country and times you can watch it etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So like when I think about Chase Hamza was good and stuff and it's like yeah all good you lost you know so it's mm. like ah uh, I, 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 I I struggle to do it. Um, 
it's obviously great news for the boys, uh, Pezza, in that uh, they have the weekend free for golf. Um, yeah, it's probably oh, that going to be the exact same team again, uh, which is going to upset people because uh, whilst they will run close in this game, I think every single player has contributed in some capacity. So once again, I think we're just looking at probably the best team we're going to see for 15 or 20 years. But um, how do we get Bear back into it, mate? How, 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 how do we get... How do we, how do we get uh, you know Scotty Bowen into it? You know, uh, how, do, how do we get Jimmy Pearson in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no, no. Un- un- unfortunately, the 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 winning settled nature of the side means we don't get uh, trappings mm-hmm. and novelties. We don't get itches that we'd like to scratch a new to- a new toy to to play with and you know dismember, pull its little wings off and see if it can fly, or pull one wing off and see if if an animal can fly with one wing. Um, or if it just goes around in circles, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> we can't do that because they're winning all the time. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, we're just gonna have to we're just gonna have to make do with this with this team that wins and still still manages to frustrate a lot of people because that's our ride as Australians to uh, to never yeah. really really be satisfied. Well, suck it up, Australia. That's just how it's going to be. I hope you've had the most wonderful 2023. I hope 2024 is even better. And I hope your New Year's Eve is a fucking belter. New Year's Day is when Pezza and I are going to be uh, uh, recording our next main podcast available on all all platforms. Uh, However you're consuming this indeed. Um, That's when we're doing that. And uh, a final thing, if you are wondering at all about um, the live shows, we have sold out every single ticket in every city we're performing at this summer. So the Enmore is next in Sydney on January 2. We are so looking forward to seeing 1,600 of you people um, at our biggest ever live show before we go to Brisbane the next day, the Princess Theatre, and then we are at the Frio Social Club over there in Perth uh, the following night for three in a row, Pezza. Um, So we'll see you guys on the internet for our main podcast, New Year's Day. Have a fucking great New Year's Eve. See you guys later. Cheers.